Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Sam Master is here, and you still have not taken off your shoes. Every day to define man's mission yeah. Look into the sky for divine transmission yeah. Deaf man's vision makes the blind man listen yeah. Eyes on the prize, this is blind ambition Thank you. you, 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 you Oh, I said I'm gonna stop saying yo, and I never do <laughs> Welcome to episode, what episode are we on this week? 13? Yeah, we're on episode 13 of the Dojo Talk Podcast I'm your host, Serial Sensei uh, today I'm gonna try to get through three albums. Uh, three albums being Odyssey's Iceberg, uh, Marlon Craft's mixtape He Looked Like Nothing, and then an album from an instrumental group called Hammock called Everything and Nothing. I'm gonna try to get through all three of these. Hopefully, it might not happen. Uh, I definitely want to talk about Odyssey and Marlon Craft though. Hopefully, I can get to Hammock at the end. Um, but before that, I, I gotta run through this this March Madness nonsense that's been going on. My <laughs> bracket, man, the the bracket game, the bracket struggles real right now. So I'm I'm glad I filled out a bracket this year because it's it's made me watch the games because I've kind of been out of the loop of college basketball for a while. But like the games I've been seeing this year since the tournament started have all been dope. But man. Some some of these some of these teams have been hurting my feelings. Um, two of my final four teams are already gone. So <laughs> Villanova got bounced out like early, man. Just extra early for no reason. And Louisville, who I knew wasn't gonna make it to the final four. I was just being generous because my final four had too many number one seeds and it made me uncomfortable. That I think my entire Final Four minus Louisville was all number one seeds, and I just knew that wasn't a good look. So Louisville takes an early, early break or an early boot. Um, my Cinderella—I ain't gonna say my Cinderella team because I only picked them to win one game. But Princeton got booted out by Notre Dame. They lost by two. I thought they were gonna get that W. Xavier, who I did pick to beat Maryland, but didn't think they would go any further. Them dudes have been looking like they're rolling <laughs> it's looking like they're about to be on fire um man yeah this this, this bracket and then duke and all right so as a fan i was i was happy i was so happy that duke lost last night like you y'all don't understand so I'm, I'm a unc fan so seeing duke lose was that meant a lot <laughs> That meant a lot to me, seeing them lose to South Carolina. But it was not good for my bracket because I had Duke going to, I think, the Elite Eight before I was going to give them the boot. But, um, yeah, they didn't even make it to the Sweet 16. Go figure. Um, But I I guess not all hope is lost. I got a few. My my number one overall seed, North Carolina, who who I have taken the entire tournament, still in there, still holding it down. Uh, Gonzaga, who I have also making it to the Final Four, is still in there. Who knows for how long? <laughs> we'll see. A couple of my other other teams, I picked Rhode Island. Rhode Island, go Rhode Island. They they out there holding it down. They still in the tournament. Not sure how they're gonna do against Oregon. Uh, I don't have them winning that game, but I guess we'll see. Um, UCLA. Yeah, let me talk about UCLA real quick, cause you know there's all this hype about. Alonzo Ball and his brothers and his dad, who's been out here saying all kinds of just outlandish, <laughs> whatever noise he be talking. But I, I, I be honest, I never watched any of them play. So I, I watched the uh, UCLA, yeah, the UCLA game last night against Cincinnati. And yeah, man, that, that dude Lonzo, man, he's Duke and Ball. He's very well rounded. Spreads the ball really good. That offense really in general was really good, man. A lot of ball movement. Everybody was getting touches. And they just, I didn't catch the first half, but from what I heard, Cincinnati's defense was, I guess, keeping them in check. 
But that second half, man, they, they got it rolling. And once they got it rolling, like Cincinnati just didn't, they had no answer for ball or anybody else, uh, as a matter of fact. So actually, I got that right in my bracket, too, because I have uh, North Carolina. Well, I guess it's yet to be seen because UCLA is playing Kentucky next. So, and those are two games that I did pick right. I got UCLA and Kentucky playing with UCLA winning. And then UCLA uh, playing North Carolina. So we'll see how that uh, turns out. But this tournament's been fun, man. From the games that I have gotten a chance to watch, is I haven't seen any bad games. I, I know there have been some blowouts, but the games that I've personally watched have all been been really good. So, yeah, that's just my tidbit on the tournament. Go Tar Heels. I hope they take it all away. Um, I have money riding on this bracket. <laughs> Even though I went into I went into this kind of figuring that out my bracket was gonna be terrible, but you know what what can you do? It's March Madness. Is I I'll say it. I, I believe out of all the championships you can get in any sport, March Madness is definitely the hardest because there's no there's no best out of seven. There's no there's no second shot. It's you show up, you play. This is your one chance to win. If you don't, you're out. And upsets just happen out of the blue, as we saw yesterday with with Duke going down. Even if you're a number one seed, man, no nobody's safe in this tournament. L's L's happen every day. So, but yeah, man, March Madness been a it's been fun so far. So I'm gonna just try not to even look at my bracket for the rest of this tournament. I'll just look at it when it's over, and hopefully, uh, none of my other number one seeds get booted out. So UNC, y'all gotta keep. Y'all gotta keep it up, man. And Gonzaga, y'all gotta don't let me down. Don't 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 have me looking stupid. I got y'all going to the Final Four, so y'all my only two teams left. <laughs> so keep keep me alive, keep hope alive for me. But um, yeah, that's that's about it for a little sports talk. Um, and before I get into the albums, real quick, uh, as y'all know, when I do my uh when I do my fighting podcast with my co-host Anton Cool. You know, we run down all the fights that happen uh during the week. So uh, look out for that within the next couple of days. We'll probably be covering more than just the UFC. Um because UFC had a card this weekend which I had to catch the following day because it happened while I was at work. Um boxing had a card with a triple G and Jacobs fight. I st- kinda need to rewatch that. I was watching it but I was like half paying attention. But yeah, that went down this week. Uh, World Series of Fighting had a card this week, and they had three title fights, so I'm pretty sure we'll we'll talk about a couple of those. So, yeah, be on the lookout. Be a lot of be some content uh, dropping this week. Um, so yeah, I guess without further ado, uh, let's go, let's get into some music, man. So the first album up to bat is Iceberg or the Iceberg, I should say, um, by Odyssey. Um, I've mentioned odyssey before i think actually on the very first episode of this podcast um his i watched the ep made my top 20 of last year i can't remember if he was top five he might have been top five i know he was at least top 10 but i'm I'm pretty sure he was top five or like just right outside of my top five but yeah that that ep was was awesome and then he had the odd tape which was an instrumental project after that and now we got another full length project like he's he's been busy man he's been dropping a lot of just work within like the last year or so and it's all been quality and this iceberg album man is it's the same like this it uh, like i said before man this dude doesn't drop anything he drops no whack albums like he's probably one of the most consistent artists i've ever listened to and this album is it's more of the same of that is a testament to that. Um, sonically, this is it's kind of like the Alwasta EP if you listen to that. And in some ways, it definitely has a lot more of a a jazzy and soulful, even like a bit of like an electronic feel to it. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy to see how much like his sound has just evolved over the course of his career. Like if anybody who's been listening to him since like the early diamond district uh albums and 
his early instrumental projects like Rock Creek Park and even albums before that of before I even started listening to him, which had more of a, I guess you could say, traditional hip hop feel to them. If I guess if that's the way I could word it. But now like he's. This has like true like musicianship to it, you know, horns, drums, strings, just. And I know he does have a band, and they're, they're in full effect. Like, the production on this album is very lively. It's very jazzy. Um, yeah, like, the opening track, Digging Deep, it opens up <laughs> with, like, these just live horns that just hit you right in the face. And, yeah, the production on this album, man, it's, it's, it's Odyssey being Odyssey. I, I don't, at this point, I don't really know what else to say. Like, I, f- I feel like these last... If you like the sound of the odd tape and the Alwasta EP, then you'll definitely like this. It, it has it's it's in that musical stratosphere, I guess, so to speak, uh, sonically, uh, how it sounds. I do think at some point it gets. I'm trying to think of the word. I don't say too happy. I feel like that's a bad. It's <laughs> a bad way to. Yeah, like uh, just to throw an example, one one of the only few tracks on here. I'm mean, honestly I didn't like it, but it wasn't like a favorite of mine. Was a uh, one to be, which is this very happy go lucky, <laughs> and I, I don't mean that like in a bad way. There's nothing wrong with a feel good song, but that one was was almost too feel good ish for me. If that even makes sense, but. I mean, other than that, as far as like on the on the production tip, I don't have any any complaints, man. This album's eclectic. Like I said, it's it's funky, it's jazzy, and then on top of the production, as I've probably said before, also about Odyssey. If you listen to him, you get you get content, and you get lots of it. Um, really, from the opening track on it. it it never stops with him tackling some kind of topic, whether it be a social issue, a personal issue, you know, racism, religious. Uh, he even touched on sexism, which I, I wish I could remember the track. I probably have to look at the track listing. But yeah, man, he, he touches on everything. Um, Built by Pictures, uh, one of my favorites on here of basically him talking about he kind of starting from nothing and not not having the instructions so to speak on how to build what he needs to build but he's figuring out like how to make his way and how to make it work and that's a that's a dope track uh hold it back which actually follows that is another dope one of him just kind of letting his thoughts loose and not kind of doing what the title of the song implies not being afraid to let your your thoughts free and being free to just, you know, speak your opinion, speak your piece on whatever it is you need to speak your piece about. Um, but one track I definitely want to highlight is You Grew Up. Um, my first listen through this album, this was one of the tracks that really stood out just because of the concept. And it's kind of a story of him talking about how he had, you know, a white friend. Obviously, they're of different race, but. You know, when they were kids, that they didn't really matter. They didn't really care. That they didn't. I'm gonna say they didn't understand the like racial construct of how the world works, but it wasn't a factor. They're just kids, kind of having fun, doing their thing. But as they got older, um, <laughs> so I guess the uh, the white kid that he was referring to, his uh, his dad had gotten fired from the job that he worked at, and he blamed Odyssey's parents. Who, if you um. If you know about Odyssey, like as far as his ethnicity, I believe he's Sudanese, if I'm saying that right. Um, but his his parents are of foreign descent, and the kid basically said, "Hey, you're you're immigrant, you know, dad, or your immigrant people took my dad's job, and now we can't be friends anymore." And I I thought I just thought that was really deep and really dope because I've never heard I've heard people tackle or rappers tackle like racism, but not in that kind of manner and make it that personal um not sure if that's a true story even if it's not so like i've I've never heard it i've never heard it tackled kind of from that angle 
where like a friend that you grew up with is now blaming <laughs> blaming you or your parents for making his life harder over something that you honestly you didn't even really have control over so yeah i thought that was that was dope and he also mentions how when the kid got um older he became a cop and he shot uh some innocent colored person or something like that but just listen to that track man that the concept is is really dope and definitely speaks to the climate of kind of i guess you know sadly where we're at um in the world right now but that that was a really good standout track um another standout track which i I think this was one of the singles it was at least one of the first songs i heard before the album came out uh was a track called not that can't talk which is a track called like really and it's kind of just him drawing these (laughs) hypocritical like parallels and just kind of like stupid things we do like you know uh (laughs) he had a line or something about like i see you on uh you claim you're broke something something but i see you out here on vacation and things like that and how once again yeah, once again tackling the social aspect saying things when people say things like you know all lives matter we're all created equal and odyssey is like well the stats don't show that you know i think the correct wording he used was where the stats show we're not adjacent and just things like that it was basically a track of him kind of kind of poking fun at it because the track isn't really like a serious doesn't have like a serious vibe it's actually pretty upbeat and it's kind of just him poking fun at the hypocrisies that feel like everybody kind of knows exists but you know you kind of some people turn the other cheek they kind of act like they don't know what's going on but yeah he just kind of points those out um my favorite track on here though um track number 10 and this is only a 12 track album so it is a a pretty quick listen it kind of feels like once it gets going it just kind of ends but uh waiting outside man this track right here this 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 track gets repeated um the the concept (laughs) and the hook uh of this track really just kind of (laughs) speak definitely speak to me um it's kind of him just talking to himself but like more specifically like his brain and his conscience and his conscience is basically telling him like why don't you (laughs) why don't you talk to me we got a whole lot of issues we need to sort out and there's a lot going on in this head of yours and you're kind of just acting like i'm not here and he's just the brain's just kind of like it's cool whenever you're you know you can avoid me but so long i'll be waiting outside you know when you're ready to speak and yeah that that track man just go go listen to that one man I, I i'm pretty sure anybody who like if if you have those kind of issues of kind of you being like stuck in your own head a lot or if you suffer from like anxiety that track will definitely especially like that that first verse specifically will definitely speak to you so yeah that that's probably my favorite track on this entire project um really I, I, I can't think of any bad songs on here man digging deep was a good start to the album uh things which follows that's another kind of really upbeat jam uh has some really nice grooves in it really catchy of him just kind of talk about literally just things that we all go through and how we all we all have the same issues same problems and and things like that um i mentioned hold it back already uh never not getting enough that's a really good good track has uh kind of a go-go feel to it which makes sense because he is uh from pg uh pg county slash like dc area so he's you know he definitely has the go-go influence on that track actually i think that one just i think that track just came out with a video so i might leave a description to that uh, below that you guys can check out um yeah man to be honest that's like over more than half the album that i just reviewed like i said this is only 12 tracks and it's it's dope man like i said it's just a lot of good content a lot of good grooves really the musicianship to me is what kind of stands out on this album but as i've also mentioned before and i think i said this when i kind of briefly went over the Al the ep 
Um, but his skills as an MC have definitely gotten a lot better since when I first heard him. Not that he was ever a whack rapper, but if you listen, you can hear the improvements. He He's a lot more experimental with different flows now. He can do the double time. He can slow it down. <laughs> he gets his singing on a, a little bit in here. I'm, I'm pretty sure on the track Things, that's uh, that's him singing the hook. Uh, yeah, he does a couple of like hooks and like like background ad libs vocals on here. I'm pretty sure that's that's him because his album's really light on the features. So I'd assume that's him doing most of the singing. Because aside from uh, somebody named Tone Tuan, I don't know. I could be saying your name wrong. My bad, dude. <laughs> but uh, there's a feature on Never Not Getting Enough with a dude named Tuan or Tuan. T-O-I-N-E, whatever that spells, <laughs> he's on uh, the Never Not Getting Enough track. And then the very last track, uh, Rights and Wrongs, which features Olivia St. Uh, Olivia Louis, which he's uh, an artist he's collaborated with plenty of times on his other projects. So aside from that, uh, I think on the vocals, Odyssey carries the, pretty much carries the load um, of this album. And yeah, man, he's... I kind of wish I could go more in depth <laughs> about this. I, I can't really think of anything else to say without being too repetitive. But like I said, man, this really funky, jazzy hip hop album. Just imagine something kind of like, kind of like the Roots. Maybe not as hard hitting. You know, the Roots got Questlove on the drums, so can't <laughs> you can't you can't really compete with that. But yeah, imagine something like the Roots. But kind of just one MC, but the sound might be maybe probably a little more eclectic than the Roots. The Roots definitely have a lot more of a, a hip hop sound to them. But he's kind of like that, but more jazz infused, more funk infused, a little bit electronic infused. And like I said, as far as content, you're going to get social issues, racism and just everything, man. Like he, he literally touches on pretty much any topic you can think of and ah, i wish i wish i could remember there was a line there was a bar in here about him talking about um him and his sister going for the same job um and him kind of pointing out i guess the sexism of it is that the job considers him to be more qualified even though his sister has like the degrees and things to back it up and he's just He's just a dude like <laughs> he doesn't have like the credentials that she does, but they're more willing to hire him just because he's a man and they don't really give her a second look. I wish I could remember off the top of my head what track this was, which sucks because I just listened to this album actually not too long before I recorded this. And I don't remember what track it was, but it's yeah, just listen to the whole this whole project, man. This was this was a really dope listen. It's just another another notch onto odyssey's discography like i've said this plenty of times and i'll I'll say it again i I don't get why he isn't more isn't more known i mean i'm pretty sure his pockets aren't hurting on his Bandcamp page uh he's got a world tour going on right now and he's hitting germany (laughs) the netherlands uh he's ending the tour in a couple of places in uh here in the states uh, he's hitting like philly new york boston like he's got i'm pretty sure his pockets ain't hurt like he's he's definitely he's definitely getting money american money euro money he's 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 getting all of he's getting all that global money but i just feel like in, in terms of i guess notoriety i would think that he would be more recognized but you know i, I guess it is what it is unfortunately in the the music biz, it it happens. Some people just kind of slip a bit under the radar. Like I said, maybe not monetarily speaking, but in terms of just notoriety and getting props. But I'll continue to be an advocate for this dude, man. He's super talented musician, talented MC. So, yeah, the iceberg, man. Give give this joint a listen. Give give it a listen. Like I said, it's only twelve tracks, so it's not long it's not a drag to listen to it's definitely good like vibing music like you can just kind of put it on in the car 
and that jazziness kind of hits you, man. You just kind of groove to it. Just, just jam out to it. But yeah, Odyssey, the Iceberg get, gets gets the Serial Sensei stamp of approval. <laughs> so I'll leave a link, uh, probably to his Bandcamp, so you can listen to it. And I'll probably leave a link to any music videos he might have uh, for this album, so you guys can check that out. And yeah, that's it. I don't I don't got nothing else to say on the Iceberg. Um, great work from from Odyssey. Another another project to add to growing list of just quality just quality work that he's put out this far um this next album though that i want to get into um this one kind of caught me by surprise um artist is marlon craft who i believe is from new york and the album or i get on um, a free album mixtape whatever you want to call it is called he looked like nothing um i heard of marlon craft through Facebook, <laughs> through uh, if anybody follows uh, Team Backpack on Facebook, you know they post a lot of uh, like freestyle videos, like cipher videos from battle rappers to a few like actual like artists, artists like dudes like Saha the Prince. I know have been on there. Joel Ortiz has popped up on there a couple times. Um, and Marlon Craft was one of those dudes who kind of popped up on there, and you see like a still picture, and he's <laughs> kind of like the skinny white dude and i know the whole the whole kind of like well, at least i feel like the whole white guy rapper stigma i feel like that doesn't it's not a thing anymore like you can't look at a white dude and just be like oh there's no way he can rap but the one thing about him that stood out wasn't just the fact that he could rap but like he's one of those guys where you, you hear his voice and you look at him and you're like all right there's a disconnect <laughs> like something his voice doesn't sound like the way he he looks, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like he has a really, he has a really good cadence. He just he sounds good on a microphone. Like he's just he's one of those dudes just been blessed with good vocals. <laughs> like he just sounds good on a beat. So I listened to you know a couple of his freestyles and stuff from the Team Backpack videos, and I actually didn't even know if he had a project. I just randomly um. One of his videos had popped up on my newsfeed, so I just kind of Googled him, and I came across this was the latest uh, project that I think he's had. This actually came out last year, so I'm a little late. came out in December of last year, so I decided, all right, he's, he's, got, he's obviously got bars. You're not going to be on any team backpack videos if you don't have any bars, so, but what I always question about rappers like that who can like body freestyle videos and just videos where they're kind of just spitting is you know can you craft a song because that you know going into the booth and just going off and then crafting an actual song that's it's two different beasts and proud to say i ain't gonna say proud not like i know the dude personally but <laughs> i guess glad to say that he he can definitely craft a song man this uh he looked like nothing this is a really good this is a good project for I, I'm pretty I know he has more projects than this. This is my personal like introduction to his music. Um, and this definitely left a good impression. It definitely has that New York boom bap feel to it, but not it's not so it doesn't sound like dated or anything like that. And actually shout out to the producers on here. I don't know if I can get through all of them, but uh Arbus Beats, if I'm saying that right, Donato, um, do 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 do, uh, Beats in my backpack, and all right, I don't know how to say this. S V M S O N, uh, that that guy, <laughs> whoever that gentleman is, um, yeah, those three pretty much handled like all the production on the entire project. But um, sonically, this album, like I said, it has like that New York boom bap element to it. Um, it's for the most part aside from a few tracks it is a like a really it's real like chill vibe to it um not not really much on here that you would like turn up to or it's it's good like head nodding music just kind of like just vibe out to it and what i like about craft as an mc is like i said obviously he's got he's got the cadence he's, he's definitely got like a good just like captivating voice to hold your attention um, but he also, he's got the bars, but it's not just 
is not just punchline after punchline after punchline. Like he's actually tying in, kind of like tying in concepts and still addressing issues while still having like good lines and good punches. Um, if you listen to the intro track Rise, that'll pretty much give you a good feel of what you're going to get with this album. Um, topic wise, it's kind of a variety of kind of him kind of i guess you could say kind of like his his take on the world and the things that he's seen that he's been through as far as personal issues things in the music industry uh things he doesn't really feel about other rappers <laughs> but yeah it's it's kind of from from that perspective kind of like a a good observer kind of just telling you like what he kind of sees um going on and actually like i want to highlight the track reason which i think has a music video so i might leave a link to that if i remember but um there was a line in there about um he's he's one of those rappers who obviously i've said he's a a white rapper but he addresses his race and also how i guess maybe he's noticed that other white rappers want to get into hip hop which you know is obviously a product of black culture but he he addresses how some of them get in for like they get into it for the wrong reasons or they'll get into the culture and they want to be cool but they don't want to say black lives matter or anything like that (laughs) and i wish i could remember like the exact bar but he said something like that on the track reason so i thought that was dope like he's definitely aware of of what's going on um what are some other highlight tracks? Really, I think this album starts really strong. I would say the middle part, it kind of, I'm going to say falls off. It kind of tapers a little bit, but it it finishes strong also. Like I said, the intro track, Rise, is really good. Um, Working is a really kind of good, like, feel-good song. Uh, he also does a few, I won't call it singing. <laughs> I guess you could say, like, harmonizing his his harmonizing voice is pretty cool he doesn't he doesn't overstretch it or try to he's not like on his drake you know anything like that he he does it just enough when he needs to to make it work but it's not like overpowering it's definitely like there's no auto-tune or anything like that but his his harmonizing voice definitely works so uh working was a good track uh road interlude which he has a couple of like interlude tracks in here, which are all pretty dope. I like them. They're only some of them like a, a minute long, but they're good. They're good tracks though. They're definitely good tracks. I guess maybe it kind of seems like maybe they were songs that I guess weren't. They couldn't like that. Maybe they were just ideas that couldn't be flushed out into a full song, but like the bars were still good. So maybe he just kept them. I don't know. Just kind of what I would think, but. Um, that was cool. Uh, Take my time, which is probably one of the biggest standout tracks, which also features um, another New York MC named Jay Lonzo, who I've seen pop up online. Um, those two had a really good track. Um, the Static, which is probably one of probably one of my favorite tracks. Really a uh, smooth cut. Shout out to her name is Leah Rich. She's one of the other uh, features on this album. She laced the hook pretty good on that one. And I would say after Static, uh, after Static, there's an interlude, which is kind of just him talking. And then it goes to Wishes. <laughs> uh, Wishes is kind of funny how he's talking about he wishes that he could sing. He wants to be different. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the hook. He kind of, I'm going to say he stretches out the singing on that song, but it's it's okay. I don't know. That that that's This is where... The project for me, I'm going to say, like I said, it doesn't go down, but I think it loses a little bit of steam. It goes to Wishes, then it goes to Long Way. Um, You got Just One Mo, which is actually probably one of the most upbeat songs on here. Um, Empathy, got to mention that track too. I should have wrote some of these lyrics down, man, because he's definitely got some good, a lot of good lines in some of these songs. And I know in Empathy... He he talked about a lot of issues as far as things like um oh man there was a bar about how he mentioned something like he can't he can't kill another person because he sees too much of 
him and them so killing them would be like killing himself something like that man <laughs> i wish i could do the bars justice but that was a really like good introspective track of kind of him kind of seeing like all the i guess you could say all the negativity in the world but trying to you know just really like the track says just empathize with people and not he doesn't want to cause any more trouble or add anything else because the world's already is enough enough nonsense going on he's not trying to add to the problem so he's kind of just trying to get people to understand each other um understand each other better and the track ends no sorry then it goes to reason which i mentioned earlier that was a good this is kind of where the album actually picked back picks back up so i would say from wishes up to just one mo, so that's seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine, and ten. For for me personally, it's kind of where, like I said, it starts strong, then it kind of, it goes like another, like one notch below a little bit. Like I said, they're not bad tracks, just not my favorite. But then it kind of picks back up. Uh, Empathy, like I said, was a good track. Reason was a good track. Bugs Bunny, which was another, or Bugs Bunnies, I should say, plural, which was an interlude. And that one's kind of another one of those really short, like kind of one minute tracks, um, but it fits good within the album. And then he ends it uh, with Alive, which is probably one of the harder hitting tracks um, on the album. So it this album has pretty good variety. It's like I said, it, it does, I think, to me overall have kind of a chill vibe. There are a few songs that are a bit more upbeat. Like Alive was a little more upbeat. Uh, Just one more was a little more upbeat. Uh, Take my time. I won't say it was. I won't say it was upbeat per se, but it definitely. If there were any New York like boom bap like, I don't say bangers. I don't know if that's the word, but that that one like it hits. Like that's a that's a New York <laughs> that's a New York New York track right there. Especially with him and Jay Lonzo, who they just. I, they don't really trade off but they're they're barring it up so yeah man he's he's got really good wordplay his his pin game is definitely strong um he he can definitely like i said he he breaks that stigma of kind of those rappers who like those <laughs> rapidy rap rappers if you want to call it like he's not i don't i can't put him in that mold because i think he's actually He's decent at like crafting songs and sticking to a concept, and it's not just, oh, I'm gonna just get on the track and I'm gonna just throw a bunch of bars at you, but I'm not really saying anything. I said he he definitely tackles a lot of a lot of good issues, um, in, in a different way <laughs> from Odyssey, who I mentioned earlier, um, but it's still. It's still good, man. It's it's definitely a quality project, and I would definitely recommend listening to this because it's a free download. So I'm gonna leave a link to the Bandcamp page so you guys can check that out. But yeah, man, give this this kid's dope, man. From the freestyle vids um, to the songs, I guess. Real quick, just to run back through this album real quick. If there were any standout tracks, I would recommend if you just kind of want to get a feel for what you're what you would get into um definitely listen to take my time with jay lonzo um listen to the static um listen to reason and shoot listen to the rise intro the the very first track on this album those those if you like those or any of those songs that'll give you a good feel for what you're about to hear for 14 tracks and this also this album also isn't a long a long listen you can get through this fast it's not a hassle you know it's kind of an in and out kind of like odyssey and i guess in a different way odyssey was a lot more like funky but like this for me is a good vibe in music too like i said a lot of this is really chill chill with the boom bap element you can kind of just put it on just head nod and listen to some some witty some witty wordplay and yeah man just listen to bars it's, it's a good mix of everything so yeah marlon craft he looked like nothing shout outs to him man this was a good this is my introduction to his music 
I, I definitely can say you've gained a fan. So I may have to go back and uh, listen to some of these other albums or songs that he's put out that I have not heard yet. But yeah, man, give give Marlon Craft give Marlon Craft a look. And let's see. You know what? I actually didn't run as, on time as much as I thought I would. So I guess I will get <laughs> to this last album, which I didn't think I was gonna get a chance to cover. Um, I don't. It's kind of hard for me to review this album. One because it is a bit lengthy. <laughs> Not only is it lengthy in track listing, but some of the songs themselves are actually long. But I had to give it a mention. Um, the group is Hammock, and these guys are out of Tennessee. Um, I first became aware of them, man, way back. I'm actually on their Bandcamp page now. So it is 2017 now. And I think the first track I ever heard from them was, yeah, in 2005. So <laughs> the album that uh, introduced me to them uh, was an album called Kanotic. And I was kind of back then going through a phase where I was really venturing out into other you know, musical worlds other than hip hop, trying to, trying to see, you know, what else was, was out there in the musical landscape. And I came across these dudes when I was kind of going through, I guess, like my little instrumental music phase where I didn't really want to hear any rapping. Just wanted to hear either a really dope beat with nobody rapping over it (laughs) or just some kind of good instrumental that I could vibe out to. And Kanotic uh, had uh, tracks like The Air Between Us, their their music is it's it's ambient. It's pretty much like really good instrumental ambient music. Almost like something you would hear in like a movie score. It's like an entire project of that. So um I listened to a few songs from Kanotic. Um they had another album called Departure Songs that I had listened to a few tracks of and then Oblivion Hymns. And then they kind of like disappeared for a while, like or I don't know if they disappeared or maybe I just kind of stopped maybe checking for them. But yeah, I remember after Oblivion Hymns, which was 2013, I'd kind of just not heard from them from a very long time. And then one day I was just, you know, randomly Googling stuff. And I just, rem- well, like one of their songs just kind of like randomly popped up in my head and I Googled them. I was like, let me see if these dudes have actually put out anything maybe recently. And come to find out they had had like two projects that I didn't even know existed that have were released within like the last two years uh one of them was raising your voice trying to stop an echo and the other one is the album i'll talk about today uh everything and nothing this came out in let me see april 1st of last year so once again a little late to the party but yeah like i said this i can't go too in depth to this album because I, i haven't given it like repeat listens as much as I've done the other two albums that I've talked about. Because like I said, this this album's 20 tracks long. And then you have, within those 20 tracks, you have some songs that are like five or six minutes long. But I have to recommend this album because this, this joint, man, like, <laughs> this is the definition of just like blissful, beautiful music. Like, from beginning to end, just the songs have like this really like big landscapes they're really orchestral great instrumentation like i said it's it's like listening to a movie soundtrack just strings guitars just it's everything it's so peaceful it's kind of it's kind of hard to describe i'll I'll have to leave um a track or two that you guys can listen to um some of these tracks do have vocalists um, I wish I uh, could give the vocalists some credit, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who they are. I don't know if it's one of the guys in the group or if it's someone else, but I know a few of these tracks do have vocals. But for the most part, they're just serene, peaceful. I like to call this like cloud music. Like, put it on, put your headphones on, and you just float and you continue to float. And then I guess after 20 tracks, you will come back to Earth and wonder what just happened. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I, I can't really go too in depth. Aside from just, if you want to hear this beautiful music, like, 
in terms of just straight instrumentation just something really really big really grand peaceful just like luscious <laughs> I don't know any other words to describe it but it's really just beautiful gorgeous ambient music that will just take you away I, I think I, I meant to research this a little more because ever since that canonic album that I heard way back when I was thinking man like these dudes need to do some movie scores and I think I don't know if they've done any major movies but I think they have scored like a few indie films I might have to research more I could be wrong on that but yeah man this if you need something to something to keep you calm something to just really relax to and as a testament I could say to this album I I like to write that's a hobby of mine I don't even know if I've ever mentioned that on this podcast but one of my things when I write is I normally don't like noise in the background like my mind has to be completely clear I can't be around like noise even music I love like I I don't even normally like music when I'm writing because it tends I get too caught up in the song and not enough (laughs) in what I'm writing or by accident I'll like type out a lyric or a hook or something and not you know not be paying attention to what I was doing but as a testament to this album man I put this on while I was writing and it didn't bother me one bit like did not bother me at all I think I let this album I don't see I don't think it played all the way through but I got pretty far into this album while I was writing and I realized like yo I can leave this on and this might be the only album I have <laughs> that I can play while I'm writing and it doesn't bother me at all. And actually in some ways it kind of helps me out. Like I, I can't even really describe it, but I, I, I got to be in a certain kind of mood to listen to this. But if I do, I got 20 tracks of just pure bliss to choose from. Like there aren't any bad tracks on this, this album. So if if you want something, like I said, just beautiful, like ambient music with awesome musicianship, guitars and strings and any beautiful instrument you can think of is probably in this album. So, yeah, man, hammock, everything and nothing. Give give this joint a listen, man. This this was a phenomenal piece of music (laughs) that I listened to. And I actually had, I had to cop, I couldn't just get a digital, had to cop the actual CD. And shout out to them, man, because I ordered this CD on like a Saturday. And I swear I got this within like two days. So I don't know if y'all are like FedEx and overnight in your orders, but <laughs> whatever y'all did, man, I appreciate it. Because I got this, I got this album really fast in the mail compared to uh, other albums I've purchased. But yeah, I don't, I, I'm not going to drag this album out. Give, give this, give this a listen, man. I'll I'll leave some leave a song or two that y'all can check out. Y'all can uh, listen to cloud music like I did and just uh just kind of get lost <laughs> in the ambience that this this album gives you. Um, so yeah, man, I, I guess that's that's about it for today. I'm not gonna keep y'all here too long. So I guess a quick recap, man. Odyssey to Iceberg. You want something jazzy? Something funky? with content galore from a really good MC. Um, slight mention, which I think I mentioned when I said that I watched the EP. You can play this around your kids because he never cusses, so <laughs> that's, that's a plus. I can listen to this with little brothers in the car, and it's, it's not you know it's not a problem. So, yeah, man, if you if you want some music like that, give, give Odyssey a listen. Uh, Marlon Craft, if you... A fan of more of that boom bap New York sound. Also, you want something you can just kind of like head nod to, vibe out to, and you still want to hear really dope lyrics, good content, and bars. Give give Marlon Craft, he looked like nothing. Give that a listen. And Hammock, everything or nothing. If you just want to get lost, just want to put your headphones on and go travel to like another universe <laughs> for an hour or whatever, however long that album is. Give give that a listen, man. So, yeah, man, three three dope albums. 
I, I will recommend that you listen to and if you like to buy all of them you know support the good music that's that's out there from the people who don't get as you know much notoriety as you know people in your top 40 radio you know all that that good stuff y'all know the drill i'll i'll leave links so you can uh, support the artist if you uh feel to do so um i don't think i really have any pardon shots um as far as albums go i know my man devin the dude put out an album not that i don't even know if any of y'all listen to him but i'm plugging him anyway because devin is one of them dudes from from houston from texas who when people mention like the legends and you know, you'll talk about dudes like Scarface, Ghetto Boys, Zero, UGK. Devin's up there, man. Devin's been, he, he his music doesn't sound like any of those artists I just mentioned, but Devin, he's been holding it down for a long time. And <laughs> I love his kind of like comedic approach to music. So um, that I'll, I'll probably be reviewing that. I do plan on purchasing that album. And I'll probably give my thoughts on that soon. And like I said, I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, as far as fights are concerned, a lot of fights, a lot of people got punched and kicked in the face this last weekend. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, me and the Antarctica will be uh, breaking down the, the fights and all the, the good action that happened this weekend and any news that happens to come up in the fight world, maybe between now and then, we'll also cover. But yeah. That's uh, that's about all I got for today. So relevant links will be in the description below that you can check out. Um, if you've listened to me babble for this far, give me a like, share, a reblog. I don't get a lot of views, so I appreciate anybody who does take the time to listen. I'm gonna stop because I feel my voice. <laughs> I feel like my voice is failing me right now. But um, yeah, man, Serial Sensei. Dojo Talk Podcast. Appreciate the listen. Hope you guys have a good week. And until next time, I will catch you guys later. Peace.